The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, Jess Kelly is here to answer all your tech questions, and you also want to review the new Huawei watch, the GT3. Yeah, this is a wearable that I have been so impressed by. Listeners will know that for the last wee while, it's been a struggle for us to recommend Huawei devices because of the fallout between the company and um, the US. Google don't like it when we say that they fell out with Google. They didn't fall out with Google. They had a row with uh, President Trump as he was, and uh, it means that the devices don't have Google Play services. However, they're wearing wearables are some of the best you can buy. As you said, the one that we are talking about today is the Watch GT3. The prices start from around €229. And the one that I have on my wrist now, it's the 42mm version um, in terms of the the strap length. But it has a uh, 1.32 inch screen. Uh, There is a slightly bigger version at 1.43 inches. It's an AMOLED always on display. And everyone that I've shown it to has instantly gone, God, it looks like a normal watch, yeah. which I think is a bit of a novelty in the days where yeah. sometimes now, you can have, have satellite dishes. I have the old dishes. version of it mm. uh, and uh, I can, you know, choose my watch display. I can make it look like a normal watch, but it's not always on. And it's a small little feature that does make a big difference. It means then that any time that I glance at it, I interact with it, it is just there. Um, so, as I said, the watch face, it's a circular watch face, a decent sized screen. The strap on the one that I'm wearing is a gold stainless steel material, which I really like. I think it looks just beautiful. It looks like a normal standard watch. Uh, but it's when you get into the tech side of things that this just continues to impress. So not only does it do the basic things of, you know, the step counter, the auto exercise detection and so on. It also has uh, different uh, heart rate trackers. It has the temperature tracking, uh, which is very useful as well. Uh, it is waterproof up to 50 metres. And it when you interact with it... That means you can it, go swimming with it without a problem and it will keep going. It'll keep going. And there's no fear factor of water getting into it or anything like that. It is just a joy to use. You kind of forget that you're wearing it. Um, It uses an operating system called Harmony Watch OS. So Harmony is the Huawei operating system. And I am not the biggest fan of it. However, when I set it up using the iPhone it was completely fine. Now, I did use it with an Android phone just to see if there was any difference. And there is a slight difference in terms of the data that kind of naturally comes across. But in terms of day-to-day usage, I'm still using it with an iPhone and it is great. Um, there's also really nice uh, sleep analytics as well. So if you're someone like me who's obsessed with tracking your sleep, if you're obsessed with tracking your stress level and your heart rate and all the rest, all of that data is done from it. As I said, it's in and around €229, which is not cheap, but it is a very impressive device. Now, quick ones, uh, battery performance. So the battery has been sensational. On the bigger uh, watch, they're saying around 14 days. Seven days is what I've been getting out of this chap. And that's a breeze in comparison to the Apple Watch, which, you know, I'm lucky to get 48 hours if even. Okay. Uh, The other thing is, does it have, I mean, my watch has connected charging. I, I put it into a particular device. Can you have induction charging on this? This is a huge thing with this watch that because one of the big issues that we've spoken about on this programme before with different watches is that it is a pain in the face to try to try and charge it up. So the cradle that you have on this, you do have to absolutely plug it in, which is a bit of a pain in the face, but it is possible to do that reverse charging if you so wish. 
Okay, uh, all to the good then. So the verdict overall, a good watch and uh, not bad value either. I think it's an excellent watch. If you're looking for something that ticks the box of functionality as well as fitness, looks really good and will talk to your device, absolutely go for it. Now, let's get to the questions. Uh, Internet Explorer is being retired in June and everyone will be migrating to Microsoft Edge. Is there anything we should do before the changeover and will any existing data on PCs, iPads, etc. be affected? This is a sensational question because, yes, they are retiring Internet Explorer from June 15th. It will be no more. Uh, Interesting stat for you. Only 0.3% of people use Internet Explorer. So it's not going to cause a huge upset around 4%. Because most people choose their own browser. Exactly. Most people are now using Google Chrome. 64% of people use Google Chrome. I think it's 4% of people use Edge. So Edge is the new version. If you are one of those uh, people who use Internet Explorer, you will be pushed uh, not to the asked. edge you, you, will be, you will be literally pushed to the edge uh, if you want to stick with the Microsoft Opera um, browser so you can go and use Edge uh, the, technically Internet Explorer will still work but that is going to be a big no-no from a security updates point of view as with a lot of these things that go into retirement so my advice if you are someone who's using Internet Explorer is to shimmy on over to Edge or download something like Google Chrome I want a relatively inexpensive smartphone with good basic functionality. The Nokia 5.4, which was recommended to me, seems to have been replaced by the Nokia G21 or the Nokia G11. Would you recommend either of those? Yeah, Nokia is knocking it out of the park at the moment in terms of the lower end devices. The Nokia G21, G21, there we go, is the one that I would recommend. There are um, excellent cameras on the back of the phone. The screen is beautiful. Battery life is great. And it's in and around 180 quid if memory serves. Okay, so all to be recommended there. Now, this one. I purchased a Google Pixel 4a in 2020, before Christmas. Uh, Despite using a number of SIM cards whose networks support Wi-Fi calling, I cannot get the option to come up on my phone. I raised a query with Google, and the phone was returned to them for repair. They said it's fine, and it is built for Wi-Fi calling. Okay, there have been a few people who have um, experienced issues with Wi-Fi calling in the past. As far as I'm aware, uh, you can indeed do it on the Pixel uh, 4a. I'm just having a quick look here now and and you can. Yeah, it is uh, something that's enabled. So it does come down to uh, the the mobile network. Now, I think if it has to be the Google 4a 5G so I don't know if you have the Google A4, 4A 5G. Um, if you want to email techtalk at newstalk.com, I will get onto Google and I will just double check um, uh, what the issue is from Google side. And then if you also let me know what mobile network you're on now, I will check it out because I have had, someone was on to me last week about an iPhone um, that for some reason it wouldn't work. The phone does have it, but it wasn't enabled on a network side. So if you email the details to me, I will get on and double check. Hi Jess, I need to replace my Dell desktop and I'm considering a laptop docking station as opposed to a regular PC. I do not use Apple, so what would you recommend? That's from Robert. Yeah, I think a docking station is absolutely the way to go and it's very straightforward to do. You don't need as many many elements as you might think. So for example, out on my desk here in Newstock at the moment, I have a Microsoft Surface laptop. I have a USB-C cable going into the laptop that is hooked 
hooked up to a monitor. Um, so you, I'm not necessarily needing to have a separate docking station and a million and one cables. If you want to go down the docking station, you absolutely can. I think the Surface range is sensational and I think they offer really good value and they will stand the test of time. So if you're looking to invest in something that will, um, you know, not disappear or not break after a short period, I think mm. the Surface range is the way to go. What pen can you recommend for the Apple iPad Pro? My daughter has this for school. Does it have to be an Apple pen? doesn't have to be an Apple Pen um, so you can get the Apple Pencil I bought a refurbished Apple Pencil it was exactly the same the only difference is that it, it didn't come in the original packaging and I got it for €79 Euro versus the €120 Euro. Um, and that is just by buying it on the Apple website if you head over to the refurbished section you can just get a generic stylus but the functionality won't be quite as good and although it's expensive I do think the Apple Pencil is worth the money because um, um, you will get that extra functionality and if you buy some of the cheaper ones they could stop working after a period of time and you'd end up spending multiple 20 euros when you could just buy the original one. Does Jess rate any other browsers like Opera for instance? Yeah look there are plenty of uh, browsers out there. I use Google Chrome. I know some security um, experts won't be happy about that but I use it purely because it's functional. I have all of my stuff in Google. I like it and I am security aware. Um, so look there are plenty out there personally speaking speaking I use Chrome looking for a quirky tech gift from my friend he loves tech has smart kettle toothbrush etc any other ideas Janie Mac uh, there are no shortage of excellent smart gifts. It depends on your budget, I suppose. We're coming into the summer now. I don't think you can ever go wrong with a good smart speaker. We spoke about quite a few here on the show over the last little while. So you can go back uh, to the podcast and have a scan through. But if I think of anything in particular, I will tweet it out. Uh, but nothing springs to mind right now. And the final one, I've always loved drawing just for fun. Is there a digital app Jess would recommend with a digital pencil? Um, the best one that I've come across is Procreate on the iPad. So if you're an iPad user, get the Apple Pencil that we mentioned about a second ago. Pay, I think it's 20 quid for Procreate and you will absolutely love it if you're into your drawing. Very good. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent. Uh, thank you very much. Now, a reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show. With Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.